This episode of the Jamie K podcast is brought to you by From Within Records, September 24th, Payback, It Is What It Is LP dropping. Also, it may or may not have been announced by the time of this dropping, but if you're following From Within Records on social media, on Instagram or Twitter, there's supposed to be a big payback announcement today, so please keep your eyes open for that. In 2022, Seed of Pain, Champions of Chaos Vinyl releasing, also Moment of Truth debut LP, A Call Beyond, which I'm really excited for. And this winter, Shackled LP will be dropping, and I'm looking forward to that album. I love New Jersey Hardcore. I love Shackled, so shout out to all of them. And like I always say, please support From Within Records because they support us. On today's episode, I had to track down our good friend Xavier X Kubrick, plays in bands like Simulacra, Gridiron, talented artist. It was a pleasure for me to be able to sit down with X and break down his second rap EP. It was really awesome to be able to see his growth in that type of music from the production side to the lyrical aspect to his flow. It's uh, very cool to be able to watch his progress in real time. So if you haven't had a chance yet, I highly suggest you hit pause go boot up your Spotify, Apple Music, Bandcamp, whatever you stream your your music on and go listen to both EPs he's released at this point. The first one, The Seven Levels of Happiness and the more recent one, Everything Went Dark. It's super awesome. And for me being such a big fan of rap, to know somebody to do it at this level, it's mind blowing to me. And just to know his story is also mind blowing. It's fucking awesome. So go do yourself a favor, go stream the music, and then come back. We break down the EP from front to back. And I always love doing that. I, I love hearing uh, the artist's perspective on the music. So it, it was very cool. So go listen to the music, come back, get the breakdown. Uh, there's some minor updates on Simulacra, Gridiron, and uh, other stuff that X is working on. Uh, so it was a pleasure for me to be able to speak with him again. So please strap in, enjoy this conversation. And without further ado, welcome X Kubrick to the show. Welcome back to the podcast, Xavier. How's it going? Hey, it's all good. It's all good. Glad that I could come back, talk about some shit, you know. Doing okay, though. Doing good. Sure. Yeah, well, I, I, I appreciate you willing to come back on the podcast. Obviously, a fan of, uh, like, basically everything that you're doing music-wise. But more recently, you released your sophomore uh, EP, uh, Everything Went Dark. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I'm stoked that, that that finally happened because I, I remember when the seven levels of happiness came out. Uh, I, I'm sure I wasn't the only one, but I, I just remember just being so blown away at how uh, talented, uh, you know, 
you were or, or you are when it comes to rapping because uh, yeah. learning that you uh, you know picked up the skill during the pandemic and had to teach yourself how to do everything so for you to come back with this uh, second ep it, it, it's um, pretty awesome to to hear in it and, and it sounds like you know uh, your skills have just uh, you know been kind of gradually just getting better and uh, you know with uh rapping and even producing the music yeah absolutely like sometimes i even surprise myself whenever i write a song or i make like a new beat or just something like that or even just like i mean the other day i just recorded a new track i did that shit and maybe like in like you like usually takes me i like try to i try to like take my time with shit but i did i've been doing shit so quick now like it's kind of it's like crazy thinking about it considering the fact that it's like i haven't been doing this shit very long but i'm glad i finally got this shit out it seems to me like people fuck with it a lot so obviously i'm appreciative of that of just all the support and all that shit just it means a lot you know especially just doing some shit that's just like it's just all me you know what i'm saying just like doing my own thing kind of mm-hmm. and originally it was supposed to come out in july what was there a reason that there was a little bit of a delay if you can Kinda, speak on it like yeah like i like i've had that i had that shit done since i've had that shit done since like april like i i finished that shit in april and i was planning on dropping it in like may june kind of but it's like that kind of was around the time when shit was starting to open back up with the pandemic and shit like that so it's just like i met up um i was gonna meet up with uh my homie eric you know eric yesterday that was like you know video work for fucking everybody i was gonna meet up with him to do some shit we were gonna like do a cover shoot um Cause, you know with the pandemic i just did a kind i just did kind of a lot of that shit just like just on my own like the art and all that i just kind of did that and it was like real quick because it's not like anybody had anything else going on but it's like around that time when shit started to open back up like everybody got super busy we were gonna meet up uh towards the end of june like early july to like um like shoot for like cover and stuff like that just do photos we were go- i was planning i wanted to do like a video and like all this, like, you know, just do more shit with it. And then that all just kind of like just ended up not happening, really. And I was just kind of like in limbo for a little bit, which is why, like, I dropped, like, I put out Watch Yourself at like the beginning of June. And then, like, I didn't have anything else because I was like, okay, like, so I'm, I'm a, I was like going to do that. And then I'll put out like a little promo single and then drop it, like, maybe a week later something like that yeah everything just kind of got messed up with like the pandemic and everybody now being busy again with all their schedules and shit like that plus it's just like that same weekend that i put out that first single like i we were recording the sim the uh simulacra lp and shit so it was just a lot happening that just kind of set me back a little bit plus trying to meet up with like new people to kind of take photos and shit like that like i did the art for that super kind of last i mean it came out dope but i did it kind of like super a little last minute like i submitted it to spotify right as soon as i and just all streaming services and shit like right as soon as i got that shit like straight done so yeah that's kind of yeah that's kind of what ended up happening but i mean yeah like it worked out in the end so it's like it's not like i'm mad about it or anything like that and I, I do remember uh, trying, you know, paying attention and uh, seeing and remembering that there's supposed to be a music video at some point. Did you ever get a chance mm-hmm. to film that or is that still coming down the pipeline? Like we that whole plan just kind of didn't it just it ended up not happening. I plan on doing something 
I like plan on doing a video at some point. Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to figure out all that shit because I have a little bit more planned, sort of. So I'm trying to figure all that shit out, kind of. But like, that's something I want. I want to do like in general, especially now that like, um, I have like maybe a little more time to sort of work that whole thing out. But yeah, that's something I plan on doing eventually. Okay, and yeah. Yeah, I, and I was expecting it in July, and then obviously it, it got pushed back to to August. And I was, yeah. I, uh, you know, picturing you like you know, maybe like working on the album all the way up until like that that last minute. But I'm um, to hear that you had it done you know long before, but you were just trying to get some you know other stuff so taken care of behind the scenes. It's yeah, pretty, yeah, uh, pretty interesting to hear. I, I thought we were like yeah. a uh, dealing with like a Kanye West situation, you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> wait, waiting nah. on that, that Donda album to come out. Um, but nah, never that. <laughs> Dude, it's funny. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you're all good. Go ahead. No, no it's funny just because like I in re I had the music and all that shit written and recorded. I spent a mad, I spent like a fuck ton of time just mixing it because like another thing was I was trying to not only like just make improve the song quality or just whatever songwriting but just make the production sound cleaner than my first shit because mm -hmm. but that one i didn't really i was going off like basic youtube shit that i had kind of learned and i made it work for that but i was just trying to like up the up like my production game a little bit with that i spent mad time mixing them remixing them i'd export it listen to it in the car headphones just over i spent mad time just doing that like i think i probably spent maybe a month just getting the mixing and mastering straight to be perfectly honest so it's like but yeah like it was you know i had it i had it done but i didn't want to i that i purposely didn't announce or say i was releasing or like announce the ep because like i said i didn't want to end up in a situation where i'm like teasing this record for way for like knowing that there's a record coming and just teasing it for way too long i'd rather just like like as soon as i have it sent to the stores then i can it's like this is the definite date like i'm not going to change it or anything like that so mm -hmm. yeah that's kind of how yeah it's like I, the last thing i'm trying to do is do some shit like that where i'm like announcing a record and then pushing it back like five times because it's like i'm still trying to work on it like that never that rarely ever leads to anything <laughs> anything positive or good for the most part so yeah because sometimes people yeah. just get tired of waiting or things get like hyped up and the expectation is a little too much and when it finally comes out exactly people, it's, it's like hard to meet those at those expectations and people get let down exactly. and it's like yeah things get like a little skewed um yeah like i haven't I've, i haven't watched any of the donda i'm so over that whole <laughs> i'm not gonna go up it's like it's like i'm not i don't like until he puts that album out i do not care <laughs> like i'm so over the well like just give me the music <laughs> like don't don't all this extra shit i don't need that just give me the that's i mean that's the big thing just in general like all the extra shit leave that over there just give me the fucking products you feel me and i'm kind of the same way with my own shit so <laughs> and it's just too much <laughs> And w w when you're um, creating this album, right, and you're uh, having to, um, you know, mix and master these songs that you've created, do you ever uh, try to send it off to maybe other people who uh, are in that lane to try to get an ear for uh, what you're doing? Because sometimes I, I get like a, a little self-conscious when I'm, uh, you know, mixing and mastering like a, a lot of stuff that I've worked on because I, I yeah. feel like, man, I've heard this so much. 
or I, you know, I, I might be hearing this different than everybody else. And I hope this is turning mm-hmm. out well. Right. And then there's been instances where like I've yeah. even had like on audio engineers on the podcast and like privately I'll, you know, talk to them about, mm-hmm. you know, my process and, you know, see if there's anything that I can improve on. Uh, do you ever run through that or yeah. are you just like super confident in what oh. you're doing? I don't know. I always show my shit to at least a couple people. Cause like you said, it's like you listen to something over and over again, you know, you have like kind of your own sort of like you, you have like your own thoughts and notions on shit, but it's like, you know, obviously I'm gonna listen to something differently than somebody else might. So it's just like, I think it sounds straight, but it's like, you know, I always send my shit off just to make sure it's like, it's like, okay, like, is, is this too like i think this is good is this like too loud should i do just like little little shit because it's like you know getting some getting another ear that's not yours i think is like very um it's like a un- underrated part of kind of this sort of especially when of like just mixing especially when you're not doing it like i'm not a professional you know what i'm saying like i i mix and master my own i'm not a professional at that shit at all the people that do do shit like that that is like a whole different level of expertise but it's like i do it fine enough for what i'm doing but yeah i always make sure that people like i never want to uh like release some shit and then i listen back and i'm just like damn i should have fucking uh it's like ooh, like i i like listen back and i'm like nah i should have did this or that like i always try to get an extra opinion just to make sure that's like shit's like okay it's like if these other people are telling me that the shit's straight then i know for sure that i got some like for real for real okay and i never yeah i never do shit like that unless i'm like getting close to i know i don't like to show people unfinished music you know what i'm saying i get to a point where i'm like okay this is like the song i just need you to make sure like should i edit like do a little something here or there you know what i'm saying just like a little yeah okay and uh from the first ep to the second uh can you talk about like what it was like and like how much did you learn from your first experience versus going into the second one what, what did you find it like a way more easier like a streamlined process since you'd already gone through it before or, or did you face any new challenges uh like two a little bit of both like i said like i spent this EP was so much more of a learning experience from a production side because I started changing the way I picked samples, the way I arranged shit. I was like choosing different instruments, like like I said, uh, tweaking the way that I mix and master. I was like editing my like vocal, um, like I have a little like effect rack, effects racks for different shit. I was like editing the EQs on that, regular uh, like EQing shit differently. One thing I didn't do on my first EP that I did on this one was use reference mixes, like put in, I'd like import my favorite songs just from different artists into like the song file. And I'd compare how my shit sounded against like that. Cause it's like, then it's like, okay, I have like a benchmark kind of, I can try not to get exact, but sort of like see if I can match it up pretty well. And that kind of helped, I think make shit sound a little bit better, a little bit cleaner, a little bit, um, better but it was also sort of like a bit of a streamlined process because uh process from just a writing standpoint because on that first ep i wrote a lot of those songs while i was still teaching myself how to do do all that shit teaching myself how to rap how to write all that shit and a lot of those first like a lot of those songs and those lyrics i wrote using rhyming dictionaries like straight up like 
because like I said, I was still learning how to do this shit. So I was using rhyming dictionaries to try and figure out like, okay, how can I, like what will go with this? What will go with this? But like, like with this, and it's something I don't do anymore. Like I like just write and I can think of rhyme patterns without even having to like sort of use any kind of reference to kind of go off of that, which is like, you know, something fucking every rapper should be able to do. But it's like from a rapping standpoint, uh, it was a lot better. Plus, like I got a lot more comfortable with recording myself too. It's like when I first started, when I first got my mic and started recording my tracks, I like recorded two songs and I like re-recorded those two songs, I think maybe three times or four times before I was like, okay, now that I'm in like a rhythm for it, like now I can do that. And now I do that shit like fucking like that. It's like I recorded a little freestyle verse for my homie Chuck's band. There's a little interlude on their demo, Nuaza, um, that I rap over. I did that shit in like 20 minutes. Maybe I just recorded a song the other day. Like I said, I did that shit in like an hour. Like I'm just got quicker with the actual process of being able to write and rap and just do all that shit. So it was, it was, a, it was like a mixed bag kind of, but like it made me like with that, I got better at what it just made me a better all around just rapper and producer in general. I think it worked out a lot. I think it, I, like this shit is so much better than my first shit. It's like not even funny <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah. And it, it's, it's pretty interesting to watch too. Cause it, like, you know, for, for someone like me, a, a fan just, you know, kind of just watching from the outside and just seeing, uh, in my opinion, this gradual growth in every aspect since you're just doing it by yourself. It, it's um, really interesting to see and really cool to be able to kind of just be a part of it with, with each release and just kind of be able to, uh, you know, stand back and see in like every aspect where, when it comes to the, the mixing uh, of the audio to, to hear the differences and then um, being able to, uh, you know, hear it in your raps, the the way you're leveling up and just like the, the different flows. It's, it's really fun. Yeah. Like that was the whole goal just to level myself up, try out different flows, try out different song concepts and shit like that. Like I was leaning off. I still like, I was leaning, I still like writing that kind of shit, but I was leaning off the horror core shit a little bit, just mm -hmm. trying to like, I can write other kinds of shit too, like writing like storytelling songs or just songs about just, just more shit in general. Just trying to like, yeah, trying to show myself like I can do a lot more than what you guys have already heard and just kind of trying to doing my best to show that through the music and just all that really and real quick you you mentioned nuaza and I, I feel like this is just another reason why i feel like we're living in a simulation right i i just had on um ridge from life's question on the podcast uh and um he mentions nuaza and i'm like oh yeah. like I, this is cool something new that, that you're working on and then here we are today i didn't even know you were going to mention that band so that that's pretty interesting to hear that uh, you worked on something for them so it's just like okay cool yeah. now this is like something i definitely have to look out for since like you're the second person yeah. to to bring them up on this podcast yeah that's just dope that's just dope. i had no idea ridge could even play drums until i like until i got hit up to like do that little interlude for them on their demo. Like I know it. Like that's a talented motherfucker. But yeah, no, that shit's dope. I hope that they get to like just play. Get you know, get, get, uh, God forbid the fucking pandemic ramps up again. But it's like I hope to see them just on shows and just doing shit and just fucking whatever. Because that that shit's dope. That shit's really good. 
and I'm up with a lot. Do you have any idea when that track will drop or when they'll put out no, that it's music? It's already out. Oh, oh, it's already out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they uploaded their demo to Bandcamp. Um, they, um, I think it was around. I think it was either like the day before or maybe like a couple of days before uh, the Unity Barbecue because I got hit up to do that verse. It, like maybe a, two weeks or like a week or two before the barbecue because they were trying to like make demos like little cassettes to hand out at the barbecue so it was like around that time but yeah no that shit's out it's on Bandcamp and stuff like that so i don't know if it's on streaming but i know it's on Bandcamp though okay for sure i'm, I'm definitely gonna go yeah. go catch up and check it out and uh, try to you know put it out there because uh yeah just hear it yeah just, that shit's dope. yeah just knowing that there's like so many talented people involved i gotta you know tap in yeah, I know. Like, Mo- I think Molly from Year the Knife did their logo, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So it's like you, yeah. It's like you know, we got the homie band, really. Okay, and going back to yeah. the the beginning of uh, with um, everything went dark. Can you talk about where you decided to come up with that album title? Um. Well, I was just kind of trying to think of shit that like I felt kind of fit the themes of the songs. <laughs> that i was um writing because um like i like i said like it leans off of the horrorcore uh shit a little bit more and like deals with a lot more personal themes and on basically every track on that record i write about like death or just the thought of dying or just this idea of mortality in one form or another it's just like a thing that like i just find really interesting <laughs> at the sound at the risk of like sounding fucking like edgy like it's just like something that i think about a lot like just the sort of fragility of like human life i guess and it's just like yeah just uh, every track has to do with death in one way or another so i felt like maybe that was uh, um like an idea that like i was trying to think of a title that would kind of match that um match that concept without you know being just straight fucking on the nose and just like calling it some shit that's like you you know what i'm getting at i wanted to call it like i was thinking like everything went black but that's like a fucking black flag uh compilation record or something like that so i was like okay like i haven't seen that like this title used before and i figured it was something people could i always think try to think of shit that i know people can google so there's that too but yeah just kind of dealing with that sort of similar theme that's kind of like uh just goes throughout the record without it being like a concept record but it's like it all kind of deals with the same shit just from different perspectives kind of and out of all the songs how did you land on wanting to put watch yourself as uh, one of the first singles i think that excuse me that beat was one of the first beats that i made um after I finished my, um, after I finished my first EP, that was one of the first new beats that I had made after I finished that first record, and I like tweaked it, edited it, like did all kinds of different shit to it, and just when I got to the finished product of like how that whole thing, because I didn't want to, I didn't want to put like another intro track on the thing. I wanted it just like straight start cut dry kind of and when i finished the song i was like that is like this is this shit is so dope and kind of like encapsulates sort of everything that everything about 
my style of rapping and just all that. I felt like it was just like a perfect summation of the kind of shit that I enjoy doing, at least, you know, in this moment in time, from like an artistic standpoint, I felt like that was just like a perfect, like sort of thing to kind of show like how much improvement that I've had since that first record from like the production to the flows, to the delivery, to the rhyme schemes, to the fucking just everything. Like it just, it just, was so perfect to me when I finished it. I was like, this is fun. Like, do that shit first. So, but this shit's dope. Yeah, I really enjoyed that as, like, that first single um, to kind of give us an introduction to uh, this new EP. And it, it was really interesting and kind of just refreshing and a, a good reminder, like, okay, like, th- th- this guy uh, isn't messing around. That that first EP wasn't just a mm-hmm. fluke. Like, he actually mm-hmm. is, is about this exactly that's the whole that's everything that i do with this shit i do it to show people like that this is like i take this this rapping shit seriously like i'm not one of these fucking like dudes like they playing like fucking hardcore bands and they like stop playing in bands they decide they want to do like a fucking like hit like alternate project where they make some other kind of music that like they're not used to and then it's like not but like i take the shit very 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 seriously so that's i was i wanted to kind of show people like yeah no like this is i do this i do this rap shit for real like for real yeah and for anybody out there um you know i, I feel like uh respect should be given for what you're doing uh and at the level that you're doing it and especially since this is all like self-taught right and i yeah for, and for anybody who who's out there who doesn't understand who who's never tried to rap it's really hard, right? Uh, for like, mm-hmm. I, you, you hear all these like, like you know, famous rappers or hip hop, or whatever, and everything is like well produced and all these catchy songs. But it's just like, dude, it's not easy. Like, go, tr- no. if, if you're anybody out there is curious at all, try to create a rap song. It's really hard, mm-hmm. especially with the kind of with the shit that I'm inspired by and the rappers that I'm inspired. You know, fucking top tier, upper echelon niggas like fucking some of the most technically skilled and like top fucking like rappers and producers me trying to sort of not emulate that but take elements of that shit and put it into my own thing but also still try to like be my own like personality and have my own style with it it's not it's not easy at all even though i did learn i learned how to do this shit pretty quickly but that's also because i was doing it every day for like hours at a time for months like i practice i mean i still constantly am practicing and writing and trying to fucking hone my skills with this shit like i like it's it you you have to you have to have a certain level of dedication to this shit because there's plenty of rap and just rappers out there that are fucking garbage because it's like they don't take the shit seriously or they don't take like i've do this shit and i take the craft like the art of hip-hop very seriously and that's what i wanted that's what i'm trying to do and trying to show through my music it's like i act like i truly care about the fucking craft of this shit you know what i'm saying 
Yeah, I I, I can tell the passion because obviously I, I I follow you on social media and I, I see your uh, you know CD collection from time to time and you know you're always uh, mm-hmm. you know, posting up things that you you buy so I can tell that you actually you know care and mm-hmm. uh, you know uh, and take time to listen to a, a lot of the older stuff from like the nineties mm-hmm. and early two thousands and I I, I can uh, mm-hmm. you just like hear it in your music that you, you actually um, are trying to understand it right from, from all aspects not mm-hmm. you're not out here just trying to you know throw some bars down and try to uh, you know sound catchy and just uh, you know gain a couple of followers it's like you're actually mm-hmm. taking the time to to study it and you're actually like putting respect on the rap game mm-hmm, exactly because that's the big that's a big difference between like it's not like i'm expecting to fucking blow up off of this shit or anything like that but that's sep- that that kind of thing separates like the dudes that like the like the the, the, the niggas that are garbage with the shit and don't like you can tell when somebody doesn't really care about the music and just enjoy, like, like, like you said, like I, I studied very like intensely, like how to do this shit, like the history and all that, like all that shit, like being a passive listener of a genre versus somebody that really takes a deep look at the shit to fully understand it. It makes all the difference when you're the kind of person that tries to make music. I do the same shit with hardcore. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, I want to write some shit like this. Okay, I got to fucking figure out, like, go back to my influences and go back to my influences, influences, because niggas don't be going back far enough and just emulate shit that's either, like, current or, like, shit that's just not old enough for them to be able to get the full scope of the shit that they're trying to make. And that's what I feel. I feel like that's a big mistake that a lot of dudes that make music make. It's like they don't go back far enough and really truly understand the kind of shit that they're trying to put out there and they're trying to make and I, that you could you could hear the difference when you listen to somebody's music like you could tell like a lot of the time because it's very blatant a lot of the time yeah it, it is not that hard right to, to do some research and especially for people who uh you know are getting into stuff and uh you know who knows maybe, mm-hmm. maybe they just don't care that much but yeah for for, mm-hmm. for anything if, if you want to dive into any you know kind of subject hobby or any type of genre of music it, it's so easy to to just mm-hmm. go and be like okay like if i like this band like who came before them like you know even just mm-hmm. like if you want to look at like the local scene that that band's from or even like that style of music like you know like why is it popular you know in this like region or this time or this like decade or whatever yeah yeah i i i hope people who uh you know actually care and love about um you know any type of music to just go out there and even just want to learn the history because it's it's you know this is you know obviously comes from somewhere so uh you know it would be smart to go and just kind of see where it came from and know why and how it got to where it is today Exactly. It's like if you like if you're in like a hardcore band, you want to write, I don't know, some like metallic shit. It's like you can't just like listen to All Out War and stop. You know what I'm saying? You got to fucking go back further to the shit they were listening to. And you, you got to be able to contextualize that shit. It's like you can't like how you you're listen to like All Out War, but then you're not going to listen to Slayer or just anything sort of in that. Like 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 you're missing so much context behind why this shit sounds the way that it sounds which is what you're which is what you're missing it's i mean it's like with my shit like i studied like very very closely like i studied you know dudes like jay-z eminem biggie like all them niggas but then i also went back further to shit from like the 80s like shit that's obviously very 
to a point dated and not current, but it's like Big Daddy Kane and Rakim and Cool G Rap, all the dudes that inspired my favorite rapper. It's like you got to get that full context to fully understand like how how these things like how to do that kind of shit. Otherwise, you're just going to end up sounding like a copy of the shit that you're trying to be influenced by. And I think that's where a lot of people fuck up. And that's why, you know, they end up, especially like do people that like make like music worship projects where it's like their whole sound and like aesthetic is just based on like a single artist or kind of era. And it's like, you can't do that forever. You know what I'm saying? You got to be able to take those skills and like evolve it kind of like you, you, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, when I hear that's like oh, a big thing. When I hear oh, this band is uh, you know um, whatever worship, I'm like, all right, that's cool because obviously like they yeah. they, they want to show love to that band. Uh, but I'm always curious, like okay, like how far can they go? And exactly. But a lot of times they just kind of fizzle out, right? Because sometimes they just kind of either mm-hmm. hit a wall because they've kind of done all that they they could creatively when it comes to trying to recreate that sound yeah. from that one band. Or yeah. it just doesn't take, right? Or it's just like, oh, the, like, yeah. people are turned off. Like, oh, like we get that this is whatever worship, but it, it's just not as good. So it's just exactly it, it's, it's it's definitely risky. Um, and, and especially yeah. to to come out and say it. Uh, I I always think that that that's really interesting when bands do mm-hmm. that. Uh, because for me, it's just like okay, like, there's like, like this, like you know, I feel like the clock starts ticking. Like okay, like are you gonna just mm-hmm. keep this identity? Like how can you evolve this like iconic sound, which is really hard to do uh especially in hardcore so it's just like all right good luck i'm, I'm a mm-hmm. you know uh, hope for the best for you guys uh, and you'll figure it out or not mm-hmm. exactly like with me whenever with all my music projects and just whatever i always try like obviously you know like all this is where my influences were pretty on my sleeve it's like that first ep was you know very much influenced by like this sort like specific pockets of certain kind of hip hop, like the, like sort of that early slim shady Eminem shit where it's like very, you know, and I still like writing violent lyrics, stuff like, but it's like, you gotta, it's like, I always try to make sure that I'm one upping whatever I did before that. Cause it's like, you don't want to, cause that's how, like I said, that's how bands fuck up. Cause it's like, they keep, like you can't, you can only release the same thing so many times before like, um, it just it just stops hitting after a certain point and that happens to a lot of especially you know getting back to hardcore that happens with a lot of bands but it also happens in the world of hip-hop where it's like you know dudes over saturate their sound or whatever the thing is without really trying to step out of whatever zone that they're in and it kind of it just like fucks them up in general so it's like i'm always trying to like sort of just one up and just constantly just keep improving in one way shape or form whether it's like especially with my rap shit whether it's like making you know my rhymes like my rhyme schemes crazier or writing songs based on like specific topics that i haven't really covered before just trying to do more with like the skill set that i have and trying to improve that shit yeah and how, how do you find a balance when it comes to re- releasing content right uh, you know the seven levels of happiness came mm-hmm. out november 2020 here we are, uh, not even a full year later, August, uh, you know, 2021. And here's the second EP. Yeah. You're already talking about working on new music. Um, like, like, how do you find mm-hmm. that balance? Because there's some like rappers out there 
where we just get flooded with like you know um you know like lp after lp and it's just like geez like can you like you know like it's mm -hmm. cool in one aspect because like i want to appreciate just getting new stuff because at some yeah. point it's gonna end but at the same time it's just like i need yeah. time to listen to the music to understand the music to try to you know like the mm -hmm. music but when i get like you know uh two lps or, or even like an lp and then like a week later we'll get to the deluxe lp and there's like you know mm -hmm. double the amount of tracks and you're just like holy shit like like what's going on like i, I need time like chill like like yeah. how do you like how do you find that balance and do you ever fear that you might be, like just over like saturate like your own market right or is, is there ever going to be too much mm -hmm. um you know uh x hubert music coming out or, or do you yeah. want to you know try to uh you know pump the brakes at this point I always try to, that is like, that straight up is, that is one of my least favorite fucking things to come out of the way that we can, the way that we consume music now. It's like, there's too much shit coming out at one time. Wait, it's like, I can't even process the 14 song record you put out three months ago. And now you're already giving me a number, like another one. It's like, especially now since like, people don't physically have to go out and buy music, buy CDs or whatever. It's like you listen to it on streaming. You got to sit your ass down and really listen to that shit because shit is, you know, information moves so fast. Now shit is so passive. So it's, that's like, I hate that shit. So it's like, at least with me, it, but it's, hold on. It's like, I'm kind of getting ahead of myself, but it's also a double-edged sword because it's like with the way that attention spans are so short now, and the fact that we have music streaming where it's like people are just like, all right, like give me the next shit, like fucking whatever. It's like, you gotta, it's like, you need to like, like release shit consistently, but not too consistently at the risk of fucking burning yourself out. And at least with me, like I plan on having a new release, like not like a full, like, like, having a new release at least every year at one point like the whole deluxe thing where it's like you drop the 16 track album and then a week later you're giving me what is essentially a double that's too much that's too much music it's like you can't you can't digest that much music that fast you know what i'm saying like you can't you you like that's just not possible so it's like with that like you got to give people time to sort of do that. And it's like, I have plans to, um, I do have plans to drop more shit later this year, but it's like, I'm not doing it where I'm doing, putting, doing it like a week after the first shit. That's, that's like you, that's dumb. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just not smart. But like I said, it's a double-edged sword because it's like, you know, especially when you're trying to build yourself up, like you got to be, you gotta you gotta do something to build that you gotta you gotta have enough shit out there to build that fan base and it, fan base kind of it's 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 tough and it just kind of shows like how fucked music in general kind of is with just the way that like it's so much easier for people to just like move on to the next thing because it's like you know for ten dollars a month you have anything you could ever want to listen to at any time right at the fucking like at on you at all times so it's just like if you don't do something they're just gonna move on to the next thing so it's like i'm never gonna be that dude to drop like four albums in a year that's just ridiculous like there's no way you can there's absolutely no way anybody and i, and I don't care who they are like you, you cannot release top quality music that fast 
that you just can't it's not possible but it's like at least you know consistent enough to where it's like i'm not going too long without shit but not going you know releasing shit so quick to where it's like people can't even can't even digest the shit that you just heard you know what i'm saying i feel like i kind of got off on a tangent right there but it's like that's some shit that i think about all the fucking time because it's like music is just in such a weird spot now i feel like like it's i don't know it's kind of odd yeah, I definitely get that because I'm trying my best to just give respect to to these bands like I'm in hardcore or these rappers, wherever I, I want to just give them that respect of just being able to listen to the record. And for everybody, yeah. uh, you know, things don't hit at, at the same time. Right. Like a lot of the times I'll find I'll like click with an album like while I'm like driving. Right. I feel like that's a lot. Like, yeah. That's where I, I like to kind of like check out like, a lot of new music is when I'm just kind of yeah. in this like, you know, in, in this metal box alone. And not a whole lot of distractions. Obviously, like I'm driving, right? So there's like, you know, paying attention to the road. But other than that, it's like I'm not on my phone. I just, you know, put the album on, throw my phone like in the passenger seat and and just drive. And that's that's how I like to, you know, dive into like an album that I'm like like anticipating or looking forward to. Uh, But yeah, I definitely feel on that one because it's just like when I have like these favorite artists and it's just like, you know, they're just flinging shit at us. Like it's just, yeah. Like I'm stoked, but at the same yeah. time, it's kind of like fuck. Like I might be missing something here. I might not be getting like the full scope of what they're trying to put out, just because it's just exactly. too much. Yeah, like even if there's not that much, it's still even if there's not that much music from them themselves, like it's still hard. Like there's been so many times where I'll, it's like okay, X Y Z put out an album. I still got. It's like I can't. It's getting around to. It's like like I said. It's like you don't gotta go out and buy the record anymore. So it's just like you gotta like make time to be able to do that and it be, and it can be hard when there's constant there's like a new record every month just like not every month more like every week it's like just getting the time to sit down and like just bump like just to be able to really listen and really take in what you're listening to because i feel like that's another it's like people don't digest music like that like people don't like take the time to really sit with music and let it like just marinate and stay with them, which is like, I feel like, I feel like people in general that don't appreciate music as much as, you know, people like, you know, years ago. Cause it's like, there's just so much of it now. It's like, you're, you're just on to the next record. Just like that. Like so quick. It's like, people don't like i said people just don't take the time to really sit down with shit and it's like it's a double-edged sword really when like you really think about it yeah i'm, I'm always curious about how uh like most of the general public consumes music because uh you know especially in like like the rap scene right playlists are like a really big deal mm-hmm. but um mm-hmm. uh but when i think in, in terms of like you know people like us who are like in, in into hardcore but also into rap and stuff I'm, I'm wondering like like do hardcore kids subscribe to these uh hard, or these rap playlists or are they just seeking out like individual artists Th- that's something that i'm always curious about because when, whenever yeah. i talk to you know um, friends in my circle who listen to rap we're on like different spectrums like i, I got a buddy mm-hmm. who listens to like a lot of like you know tech nine and like all that uh, you know that yeah. that style of rap on that side and then like when i try to talk to him about it it's like we're, we're like we're just on two different ends and it's always funny because it's just mm-hmm. like how like we love the same type of music but it's just like we're, we're nowhere near each other when it comes to mm-hmm. that type of rap yeah like especially it's like there's just so many 
different sub there's like sub genres of sub genres at this point and like with the internet like it's kind of it's dope in a way because it's like the internet makes it possible for people to kind of just make whatever the fuck kind of music they want and like put that shit out there and build like you know a fucking fan base based off whatever that style is because like you're gonna have somebody that's gonna want that shit you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but like in the same breath though it's like there's so much of it you have a lot of people that like don't they stick to like one genre because it's like that one genre has so many styles it's like i feel like maybe they don't feel the need to go listen to other shit you know what i'm saying i mean that's the th- it's like i know a lot of the people that probably follow me for simulacra shit don't give a fuck about my rap shit because they just don't listen to hip-hop you know what i'm saying or people that know me from my hip-hop shit don't listen to hardcore so they're not going to be checking for that either it's like that's that's the big thing it's like a lot of people even if they do listen to different genres it's still kind of it's like all right do you listen to aggressive guitar music or do you listen to like slightly less aggressive guitar music it's like do you like it's like i mean hip-hop by itself has so many different styles and it's so splintered between like what is like especially when like the definition of what isn't in isn't mainstream and underground is so blurred now with the internet it's like do you listen to this kind of shit or do you listen to this kind of shit or maybe you listen to both you don't like this it's like it's it's like this weird thing where it's like people are just kind of in their own little bubble of stuff and it's like they probably won't even be aware of shit it's like i mean i feel like my like my taste in hip-hop is like not obscure at all it's like my like my top five is what you would expect you know what i'm saying it's like jay-z m big like ice cube it's like i listen to shit that's you know platinums they were you know platinum selling records in their day but it's like i feel like if i were to talk about you know a kid that only listens to mad ball they're not going to know what the fuck i'm talking about i can't like i'm not going to be able to talk to that kid about like which locks better like which locks record like which member of the locks has the best solo album or anything like that like it's a weird thing you know what i'm saying yeah no i i don't get what you're saying and as, as far yeah. as you um you know doing this uh, uh you know doing rap music but also being like heavily involved in hardcore and you know playing in some more popular bands do you ever try to uh, you know keep the two separate but obviously you know it's uh, kind of hard when you're you know, you know promoting it obviously like you, you have shared fans which is totally cool but um at any point are you trying to like do like a you know, uh, a gig with, um, you know, X playing with like, uh, you know, Madball or, or any type of hardcore band, or are you just trying to do separate stuff when it comes to like uh, live performances? 100% do some shit. Like, I feel like I personally would 100% do that shit. It's like, I would love to perform live. I would need to get, I wouldn't want to do that without getting like a DJ or just somebody so that I'm not just up there on a stage by myself with like my phone plugged up to the fucking aux and I'm just like, chilling up there i would want to get somebody to kind of help me out with that but i would 100 percent like i'll fucking play a hardcore show if niggas want to see me do that shit you know what i'm saying even if people don't want to you know most people probably wouldn't care because they're not they they're there to just fucking mosh and stage dive or whatever but i would do it 100 percent. like i don't give a fuck like i'm just you know this is the kind of music i like i like both you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. it's like that's just my whole that's my whole my whole world is based around that shit. So it's like, yeah, I don't, I don't, like, I don't care about trying to like separate the two. Like that's, it's like nothing to me really. Like I'd fucking do anything. Like I don't even care. 
And since the first release, ha- has there been any offers to do any shows? Because like I, I know it's been like a weird like yeah. uh, transition between uh, the pandemic and being locked down to now with um, uh, the these vaccines rolling out and uh, numbers mm-hmm. going down and kind of fluctuating, going back up, and you know shows happening, bands going on tour. Um, have, have have there been any opportunities for the um, rap shows to take off? I've gotten asked to do a couple of like play a couple of things. I just haven't agreed to do it just because, like I said, like if I'm going to do something like that, I'd want to get somebody to like, you know, um, you know, like be a DJ or something like that. Cause it's like, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not hating on the fucking SoundCloud guys, you know, the fuck like the wicked phases and all that. Like if that's your thing, like do your thing. I just don't want to be that guy that's just kind of up on stage just like by myself kind of like doing all this and it's like niggas are just like staring at me like they're fucking like they're like sitting in like a college lecture you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. i'd want to have something where i could really put like if i do that i want to have it where it's like i'm really able to put on like a fucking show because like i said i take the shit very seriously and i'd want to show people that not only in the music but also in the fucking like in a live concert setting i mean it's the same thing with my fucking just you know playing in bands like the same basic idea really just like really mm-hmm. trying to show people it's like yeah just trying because i feel like it's really easy for people to just like get up there play their songs and act and like look like they don't give a fuck about like what they're doing so it's like you know kind of makes a difference when you can really show people like how you do your shit yeah, yeah there, there, there's definitely a, a vibe right um like any rapture that i've been to there's always been a dj uh, you know, hyping up the crowd before the you know, artist actually comes out to do the set. And, you know, they're playing yeah. like all like these, like, you know, club bangers or just like, you know, classic hits just to get everybody hyped up and to even hear the crowds at these rap shows just going off just because the DJ is playing like these, like, you know, awesome songs, right? Just hearing like everybody just sing along going crazy. And then to yeah. just carry that crazy energy over into the set when the artist comes out, I'm like, damn, that's just so smart to, to be able to just bring that energy out. Because right, sometimes people can get shy or things can be exactly. like very dull. But if you get like the right DJ, the right hype man to just kind of set the tone, and then you come out mm-hmm. and just carry that over, yeah, it's I, I understand why you'd want a DJ and not want to just go out there solo. So I, 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 I yeah, don't exactly, or even have to like you know bring my MacBook out there and it's like, all right, uh, on to the next song, and I'm like ducking behind the fucking thing to queue up the next thing and it's just like, like you know what you try to see that you know what i'm saying like unless you're i don't know jpeg mafia or something like that but it's like i would want to you know if i'm gonna do it i want to do it like like in a legit kind of way if that makes sense yeah and do you know anybody who is like you know like could fill that role for you because because uh, i don't I, know any djs i don't i mean neither do i i mean i have friends that i feel like might know people i don't know like I had a homie say that he knew some dudes in Philly that like do that kind of shit. So it's like, I don't know. I guess we'll, the coming months will, uh, I guess we'll be able to tell, uh, as time goes on, probably. Okay. Well, I could, you know, easily see you on any kind of, uh, you know, uh, hardcore bill, right? Cause obviously there, there's always mixed bills with like these like shoegaze type bands, or even you mentioned yeah. Wicca phase, like, um, those fit right in. And I, I could easily see, um, you know, you as uh, X Kubrick coming on with the rap stuff, um, fitting it at, at any point in the show, right? Opening, closing, you know, mid, whatever. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like you could easily slide in there and it, it wouldn't be strange in my opinion. Yeah. Like, I, like yeah like i like i said if i got asked to play a hardcore show and i like had 
you know, people like folks to do that, they're not hundred percent do it. Plus it's like, there's so much, it's like, you know, I might have to, you know, print merch or something like that, which is like, you know, I'm not a band. So it's like, I, I'm throwing my own money up mm-hmm. to do that kind of shit. So it's like, it, there's like a lot of factors that kind of go into it. So it's just making sure that I would have the right setup to like really make that shit, like do it the way that I would want it, do it the way that I'd want to do it and just have it really be good. Yeah. And speaking of merch, uh, right, the, the, the first record was um, pressed on CD. Um, do you yeah. have any plans for Everything Went Dark? I got some. I can't say anything right now because I'm trying to still trying to figure that whole thing out. But it's like I do have shit um, in mind for uh, like just the coming the next like couple of months. Not like vinyl or anything like that. Like I, the with the way the pressing plants are backed up for I, like I'm already gonna have to wait like what feels like probably nine years to get the fucking two LPs I just recorded and just did <laughs> press. So it's like I ain't worried about doing nothing like that. But I do have plans for like that kind of shit. Okay, well that that's yeah, good to hear because obviously I have your first CD um, up here on the shelf. Um, oh yeah, so that. Um, we'll definitely cop the second one whenever that is available. Um, oh yeah, I appreciate it. Going back to the music, uh, uh, the second track, "Like Father, Like Son." I, I think yeah. I, on the whole record, that beat is probably m- m- my favorite because I, I remember I was uh, driving. I'm I, I was at work at this point. I, I was driving yeah. and I was listening to it. I'm like, oh, this is like uh, you know definitely digging this vibe. And I was like, damn, like how did he create this? So like for some reason, it's like from the whole record, I, I, that beat yeah. just sticks out to me. Um, but also, yeah. uh, like lyrically, like w- when I'm listening to the song, because obviously, like I, I saw the the song title, I'm like, all right, like what is he right. going to get into? And uh, you know, obviously, in this song, you, you get a little personal, and I was just like, because I, I I didn't know that that part about your life, so so hearing it for the yeah. first time through this song, I was like, damn, this is crazy and um, cool yeah. to me for you to be able to you know get that personal and you know kind of just show a, a different side of you and. Was yeah. it hard for you to kind of show that side and get that personal on a track for everybody to listen to? I mean, not necessarily. It's like, I mean, like that was kind of the kind of the point of why I made that song. For one, it's just because like I hadn't made any storytelling songs up to that point. You know what I'm saying? Like every great rapper has like, you know, their stand song kind of where they're just telling. So I wanted to do something like that. And it's like, if I'm going to do some shit like that, why don't I just, it's like the easiest thing I could do is just talk about my literal, you know, fucking life. And like the actual process of it wasn't, I mean, the process of it wasn't that bad, mainly just because it's like, I've to a point kind of come to terms with the whole, with sort of everything, just with all that shit to a point, at least, you know, at this point in my, in my life, but I really wanted to sort of, that's the one song that I feel like people have like pointed out the most that kind of stuck out where people were just like, Oh shit. Like it was like, you, you fucking did this. Oh, like people were like really kind of gravitating towards that, which is dope. Like, it's cool to see. It's like, I was able to like make that track and it's like, people have really kind of taken to it to a point. So, yeah, I mean, 
Yeah, no. Yeah. And I'm, uh, you know, not to get too personal, but when I listen to that, because yeah. um, I, I'm a stepfather, great dude. I, you know, him and my mom have been together for a really long time. But when I'm listening to this, yeah. I was like, damn, dude, like where the fuck did my dad go? And I was just like, <laughs> I felt like I could relate a, a, a little. So I'm like, okay, cool. Like he, he's tapping into the shit that I didn't even think that I cared about anymore. So I was like, yeah, yeah. Well, which I thought was crazy because, like, you know, here I am, I'm 32. I, yeah. you know, I had, and I hadn't thought about, you know, that part of my life for, for a really long time. But then mm-hmm. when I hear this track, I'm like, damn, how, how is he like getting me to think about the shit that, you know, <laughs> I thought I like buried and I was like, okay with. Right. right? So, so it was crazy. Yeah. It's, it's crazy what music can, yeah. can do to you. Right. Yeah. It's crazy. Like I came up, I didn't have a hook for like a lot of the time when I write my songs, I'd come up with the hook while I'm doing it. Like while I'll write the ver- I'll write the verses first, and then I'll come up with the hook while I'm recording it. And it I came up with that when I was recording. And I was like, okay, this works actually. Like, really, this works better than I thought it was going to. So I felt like that was something that could I I could get to like sort of stick like stick into people's heads, kind of. So yeah, it came out came out really dope in general. I that song was like I always have a. a problem a couple of songs on my records that end up being a problem to kind of assemble and that was one of them but it came out very dope mm-hmm. like in the in the end i'm glad i could yeah for sure you're, you're able to figure it out and make it work and especially if um you know uh, like other people you know um, kind of gravitating towards that one track so yeah that's cool that you're able yeah. to figure it out it's like i like yeah i like completely the beat i mean the beat used the same sample same drums all that shit but i completely rebuilt it when I went to go record it, because it's like I, the shit that I had was just not like when I went when I was trying to mix it, it just did not sound. I could not get it to sound good, so <laughs> I had to like rebuild the fucking beat straight up from like not the ground up, but it's like I the the original one doesn't sound much like what ended up coming out, but like it still came out very dope. So yeah, I'm sure. not yeah, I'm not mad about it. And moving on to uh, Dead or Alive. Can you talk about that track? Because I feel like this one was a fun one for me. I, I, I just yeah. like just like the the flow, and obviously you reference mm-hmm. like you know Slim Shady, and I I was like, okay, this is yeah, yeah. That was just like another track where it's like, like I said, like I was leaning off of the whole, the horrorcore shit with this record and trying to expand sort of the song topics, but I also just that was just the song where I was just like, okay, here's just some shit that I could have fun with, where I could just like write kind of um just have uh, like just write some clever shit have like a fucking do like sort of a more traditional kind of uh i don't know i guess like give it like that real dark mob deepish kind of vibe and just kind of just go crazy with just flowing and rhyming and all that shit and just have it be just like a a fun track like as fun as you can make a song with that kind of subject matter but it's like you 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 understand what i'm getting at it's like just just go crazy with just being able to just just rap and just like be just nice with it over a track so you, you have yeah, that just, line and just make some just make some dark shit you have that line uh blood rushing fountain in the spot where your head should be i was just like <laughs> <laughs> just visualizing that like it, it, it takes me back to like you know some samurai shit or like some crazy like yeah. you know anime that i'm watching so like when i heard that mm-hmm. shit i was like that's fucking hard yeah i mean that's my whole style lyrically it's like i'm not somebody that's very i'm not the kind of person that has like so much like pop culture knowledge to where i can make some kind of reference to like this you know 
like a fucking ball player or like, but it's like, I like to try and write lyrics to where it's like people can visualize what I'm talking about. It's like fucking where I'm talking about, like stealing a Mercedes and crash, like going crashing into a hospital and then fucking with a like fucking suicide bombing a hospital, just giving shit. That's like lines where it's like, you hear that shit and you can picture what that shit would look like. You're just like, what the fuck? Like that's the, that's the whole that's a big thing with like that's like my style with trying to like write shit basically just trying to do shit like that for sure and it's like it were it, it it was yeah just doing a track like that where i could just do kind of do that and just like have a little like it was just fun just fun to put together yeah and not- give some people something that was oh, i'm sorry <laughs> no 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 keep going no, this is interesting yeah. here because i yeah, no, like just, said, yeah. fun track um, yeah just give people something like stylistically similar to what they've already heard but just obviously in a in a kind of elevated um elevated form like you know comparatively to like the shit that i already put out so yeah it was kind of the basis for that track but yeah yeah i I feel like it's just another reminder right like hey like i have this style and like this kind of flow and i can you know like it's still here even though i'm I'm still trying to grow and expand in other ways but like Mm -hmm. like here i I can still tap back into this i still got this kind of flow you know these like this wordplay so Mm -hmm. exactly just you know just doing shit like that just like even if the song is not telling a story or the song doesn't have some kind of big grand deeper meaning behind it just having it just be dope just be a dope track in general just like that was it was the goal at the end of the day and but like also not filling my lyrics with a bunch of like just saying a bunch of words and they're being having it be completely empty content sort of yeah because yeah. like that can be especially with the style of rap that i do it's like there's like a there's like a there's like a fine line between like being able to rap and rhyme like that with like the multisyllabic patterns and really like going crazy with it. There's like a fine line between being able to do that and have content versus being able to do that. And you're just like putting a bunch of, you know, cause like any fucking asshole can just rhyme words. Just like I could just think of words that rhyme together and stick them, you know, fucking stick them in some bars and add a flow to it. But it like, it, it takes a different kind of person to be able to have shit have content to go with that rhyming because that by itself that's like a whole different talent like by itself so it's like that's the big thing that's the big thing with like just the way that i rap in my style that's like the one thing that i always try to do and when you're creating these songs do you already have the flow in mind or are you waiting to hear the beat first and you're trying to just match that flow Nah, not like i write i can i do it backwards where i construct beats around lyrics okay because it's like it's like if i'm writing a song like i can come up because you know obviously you know i'm thinking of shit in my head and i just write all my lyrics in my notes app you know so like wherever i am if i think of a rhyme pattern or, I, or if i think of a couple bars i could just jot that shit down real quick and like maybe expand on it you know or i might just write like a whole ass verse and just do that straight up and it's like um with that because it's like i can do that anywhere i can do that on like the shitter but it's like if i'm making a fucking beat i gotta sit my ass down in front of my computer like open ableton and it's like okay do i have a sample do i not have a sample i gotta find a sample all right how am i gonna chop it what kind of feel am i gonna go 
for like with this beat you know what i'm saying like i do shit backwards because i feel like it kind of uh streamlines the process a little bit and it kind of makes shit meld together a little bit better instead of me trying to just make a bunch of beats and i try to write to the beats but with the sort of going back to what you were saying is that a lot of yeah sometimes i'll have um for specific lines and bars and shit like that i'll have kind of a flow and i'll just start writing you know putting shit together kind of like assembling it you know it's like i'm fucking I don't know, making a Lego project or something like that. Just like I got little building blocks uh, for lines and bars and shit like that. And just like going, it's like, okay. And it's like, whenever I do shit like that, like I always like, all right, I'm going to write. If I have like two bars, I'm going to keep writing until I reach 16. Cause you know, that's obviously the standard for just a verse. I'm like, hit the 16. If I want to add more shit to it, I can maybe make it a 20 bar, but it's just like, get that 16. And then whenever I write, you know, I'll like, I'll have the flow and uh, you know, that's the, that's the big thing about, you know, you know, niggas always like to brag about how like they don't write their, you know, I don't write my raps. I don't write my lyrics. It's like, yeah, I can fucking tell that you don't. It's like, I like to write my shit, look at it and just like go over it, you know, over and over again, edit shit. It's like, okay, how can I make this? How is this going to, I'll like say it, you know what I'm saying? I'll pull up like an instrumental or something like that. Just like, you know, read off, reading off my phone, just kind of write, like like rap it to myself over that instrumental and then it's like okay if i get like that the feel of that then like okay like it sounds really good at this tempo or like it sounds good when i slow it down a little bit and then i'll construct the beat based off that tempo that feel that like just the overall tone and vibe of the lyrics just trying to do shit like that and that's basically how i do it and i feel like it makes it a little bit um a little easier because then I'm not um, it's like if there's like bars and shit that I don't like I can leave those on the cutting room floor and just like you know waste no time when it comes to just like putting the actual beats and songs together and it gives me uh, an easier time assembling the beats from like eight bar loops into like full um, just full length tracks kind of based on the shit that i write basically because like, yeah and i appreciate that you write down your lyrics because there's there's some people where i'm like okay like i like you said like you can tell that they're not writing any lyrics because when you look at like the whole song you're like okay like lyrically it sounds cool but this shit just doesn't even yeah. like make sense like what are they trying to tell us in this song mm-hmm. but when like, i when I'm looking at or and reading your lyrics, I'm like, oh, dang, this guy got like three verses. This is a, a lot of content, which is cool because I feel like uh-huh. you you get to like expand and be able to tell the story that you're trying to tell because you know mm-hmm. it's not that common for uh, songs to you know be as long as yours because um, people mm-hmm. tend to want to cut it short, maybe just have like one, maybe two verses and throw the hook in there mm-hmm. like a bunch of times. Uh, which mm-hmm. is fine like i get it but yeah but be able to, to to be able to have like three verses i'm like all right cool this is like you know this brings me back to like when uh, i'm listening to like you know older stuff which is cool exactly it's like i'm not trying i'm not trying to straight up copy and like be stuck in the past really but it's just like that's one thing that i don't really like about you know current hip-hop even the shit that i do like it's like y'all are giving me tracks that are like two minutes because you wrote you didn't write a song. You wrote like a verse maybe. And then you put like just the hook in there like three times. And then you gave me maybe one verse 
two verses. It's like songs rarely ever reach three verses in general. And like, that's the big thing. That's why I find a lot of older shit more memorable because it gives me, it's like, I got, it gives me structure. It gives me everything that I need. And that's the kind of thing that I'm trying to sort of, um, like sort of, I guess, bring back to a point. It's just like the, just having that, uh, structure. And like I said, it's like people, you know what I'm saying? People take like, uh, Jay-Z, and Lil Wayne, you know, they said that they, they there's like this big misconception that's like they didn't write their lyrics. They still wrote their lyrics. They just didn't write them down. And people took that fucking ran with it. And now niggas are like, yeah, I don't, I don't write. I just go in there. I just go. It's like, yeah, it's like obviously you don't because it's like I can. It's like the content. The, it's like I'm very much, especially with my shit. Like I said, I take my shit seriously. It's like I want to make sure I can sit down, see it make sure that lines connect that, like, that's, that's like a big thing with me making sure like lines connect being able to it's like okay making sure that whatever is next to this bar or this bar like makes sense from like a kind of like just a not a storytelling standpoint but you you i feel like you you know what i'm getting at it's like making sure content wise i'm not like wrapping two bars and then going completely off topic to some other shit because niggas love doing like niggas fucking love doing that. It's like you're talking about something completely different. It's like where where are we going? You know what I'm saying? Like I very much value writing shit down and being able to see it because that also is a form of practice in itself. Just like okay, like when you edit that shit and you keep going over it more, you like learn more about how to um, just be able to refine and just fine tune shit. And it's like you know, like so that's that's the big thing. That's what I'm always trying to do. Just making sure that my shit is just straight up, like, as good as I can possibly, like, no, no half-assing shit. As good as I could possibly make that shit. Okay. Now, yeah. I want to talk to you about American Nightmare. A pretty, yeah. pretty interesting way of spelling that track. Uh, yeah. And I, <laughs> and I, I was listening to it, and I, I think like this one really sticks out to me because in the the hook you uh, you know reference a uh, Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, mm-hmm. which I'm like okay, I was like, I, yeah. I, I, I really enjoyed that. I was like okay, I I, I, I like like this a lot, and the, the, the yeah. fact that that you did that, and I was like, this is this is really cool. So yeah, um, but I'm just curious about the um, you know the song. Obviously, it, it uh, dives into you know some stuff here that hits home. Uh, with like a lot of mm-hmm. like the, the the current climate when it comes to you know certain current events, um, but I was curious about um, you know how you decided to land on you know uh, referencing Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five um, on well, this just track. In, yeah, well, just in general, it's like like I said, like I I covered similar ground on another track on my last by by any by any means necessary. I covered similar ground with that track, mm-hmm. but obviously I wanted to give this one a little more structure. And just with with that like with the hook i kind of wanted to pull from different songs because you know like you know like interpolating and like kind of sampling um it's, it's a pretty common thing you know what i'm saying i yeah. feel like when you do that shit tastefully it's dope and it's just like with that it's like obviously like the message that was like one of the first hip-hop songs that came out that was like sort of topical when it came to like you know obviously you know the fucking you know like 2021 and 1982 like similar issues but different 
reasoning behind it, but it's just like sort of like just drawing back to like that kind of thing. It's like just referencing for one, it's like showing, like I said, like I care very much about the history and the context behind a lot of shit. And it's like with the message, I was like the first song that really came and was, it showed people that's like, oh, hip hop can be more than just party music. You know what I'm saying? Especially because it was, you know, that was still very early in the genre's um, kind of timeline and evolution. So it's like, that was really the, so it's like, I figured, you know, give reference to that, but it's also just kind of like covering grounds because like in that same course i also i also referenced i referenced the message i mess i referenced all right by kendrick which was like another song that was very much like something that was at the forefront of a lot of like sort of just protests and like political just unrest around just like that whole you know shit the whole to pimp a butterfly album kind of touches on that same shit that I'm talking about in that song. And it's like also referencing I Gave You Power by Nas, where it's like the fucking, the concept of the song is different, but it still speaks to that same idea of just like the ills of fucking just being, just like living where it's like, just living in, in, in an era where it's like you could just fucking die at the hands of just like, specifically gun violence you know what i'm saying because then you know i gave you power he's rapping from the perspective of a gun you know what i'm saying and it's like when that song like like big like just talking a lot about just like sort of like unnecessary violence and just shit like that especially like you know the cops and the police and just that whole system against you know young black like just black people in general and also reference like the song we we will survive also by nas off the i am record just just referencing shit that kind of talks about sort of the same idea and it's like you were saying like the spelling was influenced by the ice cube record america's most wanted spelled it the same exact way with the three k's with the c goes or even like the joey badass record all american badass put three k's in because it just kind of shows sort of it's just like very poignant to like the kind of, you know, the shit that we've been seeing for the past year and a half. Where it's like this, this country is just not built. It's like everything is built against black people and just, you know, like, you know, people of color in general, you know what I'm saying? But it's just like specifically from my perspective, like specifically talking about like this whole country, like black people, like this country was not built for black people at all. It's like every system every fucking like everything is built against like black people and that was kind of the whole point of the song it's like i kind of wrote that around the same time when the protests were still really fucking happening and like full swing i kind of similar uh, finished the songs around a similar time which is like but yeah just kind of sort of yeah just kind of touching on that shit i kind of i feel like i got i got kind of <laughs> uh like went a little farther than what you were asking but like that yeah no, so, the idea. no, it's totally fine because uh, obviously I, I feel like that song um, is, uh, you know, just a good song to kind of point out like, hey, this shit's still going on, even though um, it, it's not as like, you know, uh, uh, you know, publicly covered or, you know, I'm yeah. not uh, a whole bunch of you know protests going on like back like last mm -hmm. year. But I feel like, yeah. yeah, like listening to this song, it's just like, yeah, like this shit's still going on. Right. Like, even though. Mm -hmm. 
um, it doesn't feel like there's like this big movement going on that people are still trying to make change. There are still issues that have not been fixed. So exactly. Yeah. So, so being able to listen to this song, is like, all right, cool. Like I'm, uh, you know, like it, it's a good reminder for people out there who may have forgotten or who may think that things got fixed. And you're like, like, yeah, like, okay, cool. It's time to move on to the next. Exactly. Issue. But it's like, no, it's like, it's still going on. There's mm-hmm. like, you know, still like a big issue when it comes to, you know, people of color in this country. And it is, yeah. uh, you know, uh, and like it, it's like, to me, it, it's still like uh, shocking, but at the same time, it's like, damn, it's like, I've been alive for like 32 years. Like, how am I still surprised by some of the crazy shit that I see and read right. about? Like, that's a big, it was just so like ain't shit. Like shit isn't any better than it was last year. And I feel like, you know, people like to, you know, like, you know, the shit was in a fucking uptick last year because of the pandemic because it's like you know people were home and shit like that it's like obviously now everybody is like just you know carrying on just like that's like just to show it's like you know shit hasn't like things haven't improved and it's just like i got i kind of had that song as a sort of basis to show it's like this is still it's like you like like you're you know carrying on with it's like but it's like don't forget it's like you like don't it's something that people should still be very conscious of, even if it's like, I'm not saying you got to fucking, you know, do like dread. Well, it's just, you know, just, you know, keep, keep that shit in the fucking, keep that shit in mind. Cause it's like shit hasn't, you know, shit ain't going nowhere. Yeah. Going nowhere. I just hope people keep that same energy. Right. Cause everybody was so down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. That's what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. It's like, we, we like, like if, like if you were, if you're against this shit, and it's like you really it's like do it it's like you should be able to do it without having to be guilted into doing it or do it because like don't like you know uh, you know people you know are probably going to fucking protest it's like okay i ain't got shit else to do and it's like people are gonna yell at me if i don't go so i'm gonna go it's like nah like fucking like don't like do it like if you're if like or if you really give a shit like if you really give a fuck about this shit like come from the heart with the shit act on your fucking words like really really mean that shit mm-hmm. you feel me and that's really just kind of the whole point of what i'm trying to get at it's like don't like don't forget like shit hasn't shit ain't changed shit hasn't gotten any better like like the we're still getting just yeah you know <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm, 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 I'm happy that you, you put a track like that on there because you could have easily you know, just kind of skated past that and not want to you know touch on that stuff. But I'm, exactly. I'm glad, glad that you did because it's just like, yeah, yeah. like people got to know that. It, it, like, you yeah. Know, shit, there still needs to be more change, right? Like, Yeah, and especially like, you know, me personally. Like, obviously, you know, I have a different perspective on that very obviously from anybody else. But it's mm-hmm. just like, just like I said, it was like, I was like, it was another, so I feel like I have to, if I'm going to do this, I should use this platform. Like, like, I mean, part of the reason why I even started, I've wanted to, like, I feel like I probably touched on this on the last time I was on here, but it's just like, I wanted to sing in a band for years, but you know, niggas only ever hit me up to play guitar. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, okay, I have this platform where I can write lyrics and write about shit that I care about. Let me fucking put this track on here. And it's like, just to, cause it's still something that kind of weighs on my mind and just hard like in general like even just you know dated even when i'm not dreading it constantly or thinking about it's like it's like that threat that dread never really goes like it doesn't go away you know what i'm saying like so okay yeah uh, would you still want to sing for a band if that offer you know 
came there was an opportunity uh potent maybe like i'm in i'm like i'm 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 i don't know because it's like i i feel like on the one hand i would still want to do it because it's fun but on the other hand i also if you know i plan on still doing this rap shit and kind of so it's like i don't want to end up putting myself in a position where i could potentially damage my speaking voice oh, okay because it's like you know in ge- i mean in general just from going to shows like if i start talking too loud or i start talking like yo pushing too much force on my shit my voice will just just naturally start breaking up i'm like, like you know what i'm saying like just from overuse so it's like it's i don't know like it, it, it probably depends i feel like i i might just just because i think it would be fun to finally be able to run a band but it's like Oh, fucking. Well, that's a bridge that we'll cross when we get to it. Okay. But yeah. And I, I guess it is like a gift and a curse that you're, you know, so talented with the guitar that everybody is just like, hey, let's start a band, but you play guitar. Like, yeah. But, but I guess it's cool, right? Because people, yeah. Yeah, people respect your skills and obviously like yeah. what you've done beforehand. So, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't mind it at all. I mean, I just, I just, I joined the Gridiron like a couple of, months ago so it's like yeah like i don't mind it at all this is like you know just like that's like the one thing that's always been in the back of my mind it's like i want to be able to sing in a band or just in general just be in a position to where i can write lyrics you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and now that i have this so it's like it kind of like it's you know chill but yeah okay and uh the you know fifth track on the album is an interlude but uh was it important yeah. for you to, to title the interlude because you could have just left it interlude like a lot of people do Kind of, because it's like the, the big thing with this record, like I said, I was leaning off the horrorcore shit. I wanted to dive more into having it be more personal and just talk about things that like really just talk about like real more personal shit. And that kind of, I added the interlude just because I felt like, um, just kind of like dealt with a lot of the same, um, sort of topics and themes and just all that shit. And I felt like, felt like something that could like very well uh, kind of like go coincide with the last track. But it's like, you know, cause it's like, I feel like, you know, people always talk about, you know, especially on Twitter and, you know, people always talk about mental health. Everybody's always like, go to therapy. They do this and that. Yeah. It's like people, but it's like everybody and their mom is fucking running from whatever problems they got. Like a lot of the time people ain't facing people are not facing that shit head on. And if they are, they're not doing a very good job of it. It's like a big thing. And it's something that I kind of had to teach myself. It's like, I gotta do like, I have these, I know that I got these kinds of problems. I got to do something about this shit. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of something like that. I can't remember what inspired it, but like, yeah, just kind of, I wanted to do something like that sort of. Okay. Well, yeah. I I appreciate that. And uh, yeah. speaking about the last track, "Setting Sun," I, I think this song might have like my favorite line from like the the, the whole album. Yeah. It's the one that goes, "I'm as the world turns, I grow colder, but I'll stay hot enough to watch it burn." I swear to yeah. God, you gotta learn that. I don't know why that was just I, I heard that I'm like, damn, that's so sick. Yeah, just like a little, just a little clever kind of wordplay, but yeah, it was like the perspective on that song, like that song's an oddball in kind of how, and kind of the message that like it kind of carries. Cause it's like, on the one hand, it's like, it just kind of speaks to like sort of the mind of somebody who may be dealing with, you know, 
just, you know, like I said, touching on the themes of death again, it's like depression and suicide and all that kind of stuff. It's like this kind of perspective where it's like, it seems hopeful, but in the same breath at the same time, it's like very pessimistic kind of like, and I kind of just wanted to show sort of how kind of, um, just like show sort of like the duality of how somebody can think about that kind of shit really. And how that shit can like affect somebody's thought process and stuff like that. And just, um, yeah, just in general, kind of give a little, uh, give, have a song where it's like, I'm kind of touching on a theme in a sort of, in just kind of different ways, sort of, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, know, you, uh, like the, the the intro of the song, you, you kind of just set it up right there. Like that whole, you know, you're like, um, if I, you know, I, I got a weird, um, weird way of looking at life, sort of. But if I can leave you all with anything, yeah. I'm gonna let it be this. And you know, then you lead into, you just break it down with the yeah. the you know three verses in the hook. So it's yeah, it's 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 a cool way to to close out the record. But I'm I'm curious because obviously um when I'm looking at like the the the, the track titles of and uh, the album titles and the you know context it's just like okay so seven, yeah. seven levels of happiness you know you, you speak about the horror it was a little dark mm-hmm. um but then you know everything went dark comes out and i feel like you got way more personal yeah um, and uh are you going to continue that theme with the next one are you even starting to think about the next year because i know you're already recording new music but is that for like the the next album is it going to uh, be uh-huh. working towards another ep or are you going to do an LP? Definitely another, definitely, definitely another EP. Okay. But um, ultimately it's like a lot of the time, the, whatever lyrics that I'm writing a lot, if, especially if I'm in a mode where it's like, I'm going to make a song out of whatever this verse that I just wrote is a lot of the time, like it's very, it kind of comes from wherever I'm at in my own head based on like, let's like I said, like in the pandemic, like that first EP, for the most part, it, like the themes were still very dark. They still dealt with a lot of death. But for that first EP, more or less, was to just kind of flex my like rhyming and rapping muscles, kind of just it's like, okay, just to show people, like, no, like I can, it's like, yeah, I, I, I rap, but it's like, I, I take it seriously. And then the second EP was to really show people, yes, I rap, but I also like know how to fucking make topical shit and shit with like content that matters kind of and it's just like but i mean i think it like it probably will not similar themes but kind of expand on sort of the same topics it's like that's one thing i mean just you know when you're like alone with your thoughts or whatever it's like that's one thing that i always think about just the idea of life death mortality sort of the shit that we it's like every you know what I'm saying? Like, every time we fucking open up our phones, it's like some horrible shit happening in the world. And it's just like, it, you know, it's like, it's not, you know, it's easy for that shit to just kind of seep into your brain after a little bit, like a little bit when like, it's all, you're like, you're constantly seeing that shit. You feel me? And it's like, that's the one, like, that's just one thing I constantly, it's like, think, like just my worldview and just all that shit. It's like everything that I write about kind of just comes from that shit. Like, the places that my brain goes from like just that kind of shit. So it's like, it all, it all depends, but you know, obviously just like doing all, always going to do more to just expand on the shit and just, you know, keep that shit going for like, as long as I 
you know, just always trying to one up whatever I did last time. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to this like continued trajectory, right? It seems like you're just yeah. going up and up. So I'm definitely going to yeah. uh, continue to pay attention. Uh, and I also wanted to shout out um, our, our mutual friend, uh, Brianna Bennett, uh, you know, worked on the photo. The, uh, the album yes. cover. They came through and really helped me out with like, it, shit was very last minute and I needed somebody to um, take photos and they, they really helped me out with that. So like shout at them. Like they're, they're fucking fantastic photographer. And I appreciate the work that they do. So, yeah. And go listen to Buggin. If you're not familiar, some good hardcore yes. flat spot records. Oh, yes. Go see them play with Turnstile in a, in a couple weeks. It should be sick. Oh, yes. Um, Support black people in hardcore. Do that for real, for real. Don't, don't front. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Okay. A couple things. Um, since we covered the EP, I want to switch gears and talk about hardcore. Yeah. Notice you purchased the abolish white hardcore merch i know it was a little contra- I did. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little controversial um but uh, i uh you know i i've seen zulu a, a bunch of times i was at their first show i like what they're doing i, I love that they're pushing this narrative right because um uh, for, for uh, people to be in their position um, it can be a little daunting right um for people to want to try to push that message especially when it's uh you know uh, these crazy times and people getting canceled yeah. and people like really afraid to speak their minds sometimes so for them to just kind of yeah. be like fuck everybody we're gonna you know do this for our people i i, I can ap- appreciate them and what they're doing and i, I know a, a lot of people were offended at that t-shirt and there's like all this like you know uh you know debate online but it's just like i support that that merge so mm-hmm. i i think it's really important for you know people um to to, to speak their their mind because mm-hmm. you got to think um everything that uh you know um uh, you know the uh, you know black culture african americans everything that's um that you guys have been through and you're going through is just like you're, you're going to trip out on a, a piece of merch like that like i i think it's ridiculous but i i support it yeah like i i love that band purely just for the fact that they did that shirt i feel like that shirt is a lot more important than people may realize because they may see it and they're just like, oh, like, but it's like, it, 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 like, at least the way I see it, it kind of speaks to like a sort of bigger thing, kind of, because it's like, you know, you could argue that, you know, if you're, if you're the, if you're going to say, you know, Bad Brains was technically speaking the first hardcore band, you could argue that hardcore, I mean, you know, most music has black roots, if we're being totally honest, rock. Right. You know, all that shit. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. Most music has black roots. So it's like, but it's like, you know, you know, hardcore is a predominantly white space. You feel me? Like, mm-hmm. that's just, it's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, fucking, I mean, it's just facts. It's like, if I go to a show, chances are there's going to probably be like the 80% of the people that are going to be there are going to be white. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that, but what I feel that shirt kind of speaks to, sort of is being a black person in hardcore you have this kind of it's like this weird energy where it's just like on the one hand you got everybody's eyes on you because you stick out but then you're also invisible in the same room for that same reason if you get if you like get what i'm if you see what i'm getting Mm, this is like because you're a black person in this predominantly what like i mean people still can't believe that black people like music that isn't hip-hop which is like it's like, I didn't know we were, st- I didn't know we were still in seventh grade. You know what I'm saying? But it's mm-hmm. like, just in general, it's like, you know, being a black person in a predominantly 
uh, white space. It's like you're going to stick out because you're, for one, you may be the fucking token nigga there. But it's like in the same, at the same time, though, people ain't going to look at you the same way as they would their white homies because of that same reason. Or they might look at you. I mean, it's, you know, I can't think of the amount of times. Uh, I've gotten mistaken for other black people in hardcore that don't look like me. Like straight up do it's like I've had people it's like, yo, is that John from Bane? It's like, is that you know what I'm saying? Like somebody posted a pic of Aaron singing uh like it was like Jesus piece at Sound of Fury. Somebody uploaded that pic and put regulate in the caption, you know. They do not look alike at all. You know, the yeah. amount of time, like, you know, black girls in hardcore being mistaken for being the same. It's like that shit happens all the time. And it's like, black, I've seen black people in hardcore speak up about just kind of the way that they've been treated. And it's like a lot of people made brush. It's like, oh, that's just like dumb Twitter discourse. That's just, you know, that's, that's like, y'all, it's like, you know, it's just like this. It's it's this, it's this weird dynamic kind of, and it's just like I feel like that. I like I love the fact that they did that shirt because I feel like it really speaks to the sort of there's like a very like just the the, the major. It's like we we are you. It's like we reunite. It's like we're together in this room for the same reason, but it's like there's this kind of like not animosity. But it's like there's like this weird kind of dividing line between uh it's like there's this like line between you know me and like oh it's because like since i'm not a white dude like it makes there's like a weird energy kind of if you get what i'm saying and that's that's i that's why i like the fact that they push that shirt because it also just kind of you know touches on the idea it's like sort of tearing down this notion of like you know people always talk about like you know you're like the beauty standard it's like european beauty standards you know what i'm saying it's like kind of shit like that or it's like the this idea of professionalism in like the workplace which is like rooted in it's like if you it's like if you're a black person in a fucking you can't you can't talk you gotta walk talk act a certain way which you know is ends up being just in line with what white people want you to it's like, they, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's kind of the same. It's like, I feel like that, that's why I love that shirt. Cause I feel like it kind of touches on that same idea, but in our circle, like it's direct, it it's directly affecting us like in our, in hardcore, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the big thing about it. And that's why I fucking, I love, plus it's like the fact that that shirt pissed people off just kind of speaks to the whole reason why they made it in the first place. Like just straight up, yeah. It's like you're you're proving, like you you're like you you are the reason why this shirt got made. Like just straight up, I I felt like uh, when they, they they put it out, like I saw it when I saw because I was at the first night of the that tour that they recently did with Scowl and Head to Wall, yeah. and I saw that and I was like, oh, that's yeah. fucking sick. And then I, I started seeing like you know people getting upset at it. I'm upset at it, and I could understand why people would yeah. get upset. But I'm like, wait, like why aren't people supporting this? Because it's like it's not saying white people in general, right? It's it's like a certain type of white mm-hmm. person, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like and that. Go ahead. I was and, and I was gonna say that's the thing that people get so upset 
small. It's like you are not looking at the bigger picture because you're too fixated on the fact that it's is white. It's like you're missing the big, you're missing the point mm-hmm. entirely. And you're act. it's like you're thinking emotionally rather than logically. And that's the big, that's the people, that's the thing that people miss, even in just in general. You know what I'm saying? It's when people talk about like, it's when, you know, black, they talk about gatekeeping things like hip hop and, you know, like Ebonics and shit like that from what it's like you're, people get so upset about being like, oh, why are you calling out white people? It's like you're completely, you're not, you're, the fact that you don't, you're missing the big picture is the reason why shit like this is being said. It's like you were, you're completely missing points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the big thing. Yeah. And it, it, it's cool and, you know, very powerful to see just like this piece of merch being able to, to have this awesome statement, but also to, to stir shit up. Cause sometimes you got to stir shit up because people get too comfortable. Mm-hmm. And um, like we said earlier, like, you know, shit's not fixed yet and uh, there's mm-hmm. still ongoing issues. So uh, mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I'm stoked that uh, they, like, you know, sold it on tour. And I'm stoked that they put it up for pre-orders. I know there's a lot of people yeah. that missed out on that opportunity that wanted to, you know, cop it and show support. Yeah. So shout out to, to Zulu for, yeah. for doing that and shout out to Flashback yeah. Records. Yeah, and I love it just for the pure like I felt for the long it's like there was a time you know there's always times in music where somebody comes out and stirs shit up and just makes people upset and I felt like we've been missing something like that for a minute it's like shit's been too safe mm-hmm. like nobody's come through to shake the table and make people uncomfortable and make people upset and I'm glad that they did that because it's, that's exactly it's like they fucking did that shit and they had like the, the politics behind it like are just perfectly there's perfectly sound so 100 percent. i love that shirt so i'd be remiss if i didn't ask you about the sim record right because yeah. you mentioned it a couple of times and here we are i thought by now we would have it um but um is it because of the uh, pressing client issues that um it's been um, you know kind of silent on uh, your guys's end when it comes to simulacra well there's i mean that's going that's a part of it we've been trying to finish the vocals since recording it and that's been another kind of issue that we've run into so it's like that's i mean in general like because of pressing plants like shit's gonna be even if we were to finish it tomorrow it would still take a minute before it would actually come out because of the fact the pressing plants are so backed up but it's like we're finishing we should be finishing the vocals next week i don't know if this shit will be out by the time we do wrap it up but it's like yeah like we're planning plan is to at least at the very least get the record mastered by like end of september mm-hmm. very early october just that general age range that's at least that's that's what i'm planning that's what i'm trying to plan for so and we're gonna see see where that goes and if you can speak on it does the new record have a home or is this oh yeah okay it yeah we do have a new label um uh, doing it we're gonna do like a big grand thing for it when we get closer okay for it but it's like yeah we do have somebody pressing it and it's like so, somebody you're familiar with so okay good news right uh, yeah that cross that bridge when we get to it but yeah okay okay and um earlier you mentioned that you joined gridiron and yeah i, I you know had had matt carl on a couple months ago i'm a huge fan of that band and, yeah. uh, you know, I, and I, when I had Matt Carl on, I was surprised to find out that, you know, uh, Tyler Mullen was like you know, drumming for Gridiron. Mm-hmm. And then when I saw yeah. 
you know, footage of um, you guys with it. I'm um, more recently in Chicago. Um, yeah. I was like, wait, I didn't even know you were in the band. So, okay, so this is a fairly new thing. Um, can you talk about yeah. how that came together? Because I'm um, a super awesome band and I'm looking forward to this um, LP that's coming out. Yeah. Like, well, it's like, you know, with the, like, it's just mad spread out. It's like, you know, Molly obviously lives, you know, he lives like around the fucking corner from me, basically. It's like mm-hmm. we're hella close. Uh, Jake lives in Jersey, I think. Um, <laughs> it's either be as I, 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 I probably, and then, yeah. And then Matt, uh, is moving to Pennsylvania. And then obviously Will is from Detroit. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's like kind of spread out. Um, uh, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, it's Michael who plays guitar in never ending game too. Um, like the, the other dude, uh, I think he, like, he was the guy that was uh doing it but it's like since they're so spread out i think they were just saying that like you know in order to do shit they would have to fly him and will out mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying coming from fucking you know michigan and california so i think they just need they were trying to see if they could get somebody that was a little more local in general that way it's like instead of having you know two people coming cross country it's just like one guy and then everybody else can kind of like you know drive and make shit work so yeah that's kind of how that came together and um i mean yeah there's, there's really no more to it than uh not a whole lot more to it than that i guess they just need somebody that was a little more local to kind of make things easier to be able to play shows and just do shit like that so and any news you can break on the gridiron lp like a title not, a release date oh there's definitely no title i can say that much there's okay. no release date yeah we're still it's still in the process of um it got recorded uh, beginning of August. Mm-hmm. Like it's not mastered yet or anything like that. Still, still putting the finishing touches and shit on that. It's probably it, it, it's definitely not coming out at before. It's definitely not going to come out before twenty twenty two. Okay. If, did that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. You 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 yeah you get what I'm you see what I'm getting at. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's dope though. I, that's some dude. of the craziest. That's some of the craziest fucking shit that i've ever been a part of from a musical standpoint it is nuts that's all i, I could say that much that's all i hear about when i hear anybody reference that that uh, you know album so yeah i and i love the it's, band so it's, I'm looking it's crazy to it. <laughs> yeah you're gonna it's dope so okay yeah well xavier i seriously appreciate you taking the time to do this um, and i hope we do this going forward um, whenever you drop oh, yeah. your next um you know rap album or when the sim record finally comes out uh i i really appreciate you taking the time so uh thank yeah, you again course. this has been like super awesome for me and i'm sure um you know anybody who's a fan of um everything went dark is really gonna appreciate this podcast yeah hell yeah i'm glad glad that i can come back like i love talking about music just like just creative like i love just talking about this shit so it's like i appreciate you let me come back on again just to talk about the shit like i appreciate it a lot so 100 thank you um, let me come back on b- before we go is there anything else um you would like to say uh yeah support black music uh like don't 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 tweet about it don't fucking put it in your you know putting black lives matter and acab in your bio and shit support your black friends support your black friends art do that shit for real for real uh shout out delaware hardcore shout out uh pennsylvania hardcore um 
yeah, that's yeah, that's all I gotta say. All right. Well, thank you again, and thank you for everybody who tuned in. Goodbye. <laughs>